Cheers, dears. All right. So today mm. was a very, a very eventful day. I don't, I guess not eventful, but. It was packed with a lot of stuff. We did a lot we of, did, yeah. But like, it's not like we woke up early to get things, the ball rolling. No, we decided, we decided to, to sleep in today because we had been waking up quite a bit over the past few days and we're really tired. So we slept in a lot, not a lot, but slept in enough today and um kind of just planned our day for a little bit and we kind of i think we we left the uh, apartment the uh hotel around one yeah twelve thirty. yeah something like that funnily enough i don't you probably didn't hear any of it but i woke up early this morning to the sound of construction because we had the window Classic. open because it was kind of uh hot in our um hotel room when yeah. we got home yet or yeah when we got home yesterday night so uh yeah early this morning i hear like all of the familiar sounds like at our 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 apartment back our apartment back home we have a building that ever since the day we moved in it's been under construction and it's literally right outside of our bedroom Mm -hmm. like you could throw a rock and it would land on the building next to us so yeah yeah, it was like the comforts of home yeah great <laughs> i didn't hear that but i usually no, i closed the window after so yeah. you wouldn't wake up but. i usually sleep sleep through the, sleep through the construction anyways mm. but um so yeah we kind of planned some of the stuff that we wanted to do today before we had we headed out and we decided to um we were going to check out we were, we were checking out the saga museum which was really cool that was something you um had looked up and you wanted to yeah know. that's something that was really so we decided to do that that's super cool we were and then we were our, our plan was to do that and then to go see the uh was it the perlin uh yeah the perlin concert hall which is no, just no harpa harpa right the harpa concert hall which is i mean we didn't go see a concert we were just there for a little bit just to see what it looked like we did that well, those that was those were our our two main things. Yeah. We oh, have... and then okay, so okay, so we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll go through it. So we went to the Saga Museum first, mm-hmm. and um, that was about an hour walk. It was kind of near where we went to the car rental place, mm-hmm. and um, so we went there. And what it is is basically it's a it's a museum, but I guess they create sort of scenes or like kind of with wax figurines of vikings basically it 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 outlines the story of iceland and Mm -hmm. how like from from its settlement to up until i guess the 17th century i want to say yeah yeah 1600s yeah something like that yeah um i've actually never been to a wax museum before and it was really jarring it was weird those are like so lifelike i I was waiting for one of them excuse me i was waiting for one of them's eyes to just do this and just look over or wink at you or something so scary it was really weird like i didn't want to be too close to them just in case case, yeah like i've never had that experience before yeah (laughs) but it was uh it was really cool right so basically when you go you go there and they ask what your preferred language is mm-hmm. and then they give these little mp3 players which is essentially is what they are which i haven't seen in many moons um and then they give you a headset and you put it on and then you you play it or pause it as you desire and there's 17 stations with 17 different scenes right and um, i think it's like a i think it's like 
I want to say 44, like 45 minutes, maybe 40 minutes, something like that. If you were to listen to it front, like for one to 17, um, and then you can pause it and you can look around and then you can play it again. Mm -hmm. And, um, it basically describes what it'll say number like one, and then it'll give you like sort of the history of what you're seeing. And it goes from, I think it starts at probably, I don't know. I don't remember the year exactly, but it it goes pre Viking settlement because like, I think we said in one of our previous episodes, it was um i like the irish had settled mm-hmm. um, the irish monks had irish monks yeah built those caves yeah and they so they, they had settled in iceland prior to the vikings so it starts prior to that and then i think like it was maybe scene three or four where you see floki who's the who's the who, who, who's the one who gave iceland its, its namesake that's kind of where you t- you pick up that's kind of where mm-hmm. the vikings take more of a role but it's cool. And so we, we, we would kind of listen to one, pause it, read the little signs, look around. And it's really cool. They have these little scenes. Some of their, some of them are, they're doing their blacksmithing. Mm-hmm. Others, um, they're in some kind of, you know, battle. There's not more than two or three characters in each. Mm-hmm. Um, some are just doing their regular life. And it's cool. It, it's almost, it's pretty, pretty lifelike. So it's kind of like looking at an actual scene of what it might have looked like yeah. in that time. Yeah. And it was cool. And it gives you a little bit of a history and some of the legends. And it was, it was really, really cool. Yeah. And I, w- I think we came at a good time because we had the place to ourselves for a little bit. And then you got these old people that came in. And they, and they were, were like, like speeding through yeah, it. Yeah, they're speeding through it. And they were kind of like, I felt like they were pushy. Not that they asked us to do, even talk to us, but it was like, can you like take your time and just... <laughs> Just go or back. go ahead of us. Like, yeah. Like, we were crowding We us. stayed at the same pace for the entire um, 17 scenes that we were looking at. Mm-hmm. They, like, sped through 10 of them, caught up with us. And then it was like they were, like, moseying around and waiting for us to continue on. But it was like, okay, go ahead of us. Yeah. If you want yeah. To, you know, like. I don't know. It was. It was like, <laughs> anyways. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was really cool. And then when you come, when you go out, you can go to the gift shop. Oh, before you go to the gift shop, there's a little area where I guess they, they've created replicas of some of the, there's like Viking um, garb, right? Like, like out, outfits that yeah. you can, that I don't, that I think at one time you could try on, but yeah, because of COVID, of COVID, they wouldn't let you. Yeah. But there's, there's replicas of swords, replicas of shields, axes, helmets, like, you did notice the wax figure guy that was sitting and like watching at the screen. Like there was a, was a sit- guy who was dressed in like normal clothes. No, I didn't notice. Oh, I, I, I didn't. I pointed him out to you. I didn't watch the video. I didn't watch. There was like a video going on of how they made the wax people. Yeah, and there was really a wax figure sitting there. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Like you probably noticed a person and thought he was real. I knew, I knew there was. I saw a couple, but I heard them talking, so I just assumed they were people there. They were just they were just yeah, regular. So scary. He looked like the realist. As well. Weird. I, I didn't like, notice went, that. I looked in his face and was like, ah, okay, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, like, I need to go. Yeah, Ooh, yeah it was, was cool though. It was really fun. That was cool. Yeah, and it was it was awesome picking up what it felt like holding a, a Viking sword or a helmet. The helmets were cool too. They were like yeah. made of. They were actually made of steel. But uh, yeah, that was cool. And then the gift shops were really were really cool. They had some cool little trinkets there. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we did that, mm-hmm. and then we were getting a little hungry because we hadn't really eaten. We had a coffee, and that's that was pretty much our morning. Yeah. So we went to a pre- place called was it Bricka? Brick. Brick. With two Ks. B R I K K. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a bakery, and 
they have all this kind of like i think it was sourdough bread i guess but it wasn't very it was sour. Like a, yeah it was mainly like a bread bakery yeah i think they specialized in sourdough yeah. breads or but they also had um some pastries there mm. and they, they have a soup of the day so Haley got a soup and I just decided to get like that. You can get a, a couple pieces of the bread, and then you get some dips, like so you, or like some spreads that you can put on it. And then we got this awesome. It was like it was croissant. It was it was like a yeah. croissant, but it was it was like it was a, like knotted. There must yeah, there must yeah, be yeah, like yeah. a name for it. Yeah, and then but. but it was covered in 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 hazelnut and like hazelnut, like basically Nutella and hazelnuts. Dad, you would so have loved good. it. But um, that was really good. And they they give you two slices of bread, and they're freaking massive too yeah. and then you also got two slices of bread with your soup mm-hmm. and i got two with just just as two pieces so i'm like holy shit this this four pieces of bread are like half a loaf of bread yeah and really we got this did. thing and we were going we were thinking like we because we wanted to try the sushi because we thought maybe fish here the fish on the sushi here would be really good and as we were walking towards the viking saga museum we saw a sushi place a conveyor belt sushi place. We looked in the window and it was a conveyor right. belt yes, sushi. Yes. And we were like, ooh, we got to try yeah. this place. So we're like, okay, we don't really want to go there right away, I think. We didn't want to go super hungry because sushi, even no matter where you go, it's crazy expensive. Yeah. So we didn't want to go starving because we didn't want to spend $1,000 on sushi. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of fill ourselves up with... We, like a, we thought we will get a little something. We'll get a snack. I wanted to what get a- soup, like something light yeah. and then go to the sushi place and then eat, you yeah. know, like a half portion of what I would normally eat at an all-you-can-eat sushi. So th- thinking know? that soup and sandwich and whatever yeah. it would be nice a little pastry after but no 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 you had to like roll us out of this bakery. yeah we were, <laughs> we were so <laughs> full after this because i mean i i didn't feel right not leaving any of this bread so i had maybe you had what uh, like three quarters of a piece of bread which yeah. is like pretty like was it was a substantial amount yeah and i had three pieces in a bit which is was like a lot it was more than like it was like eating Three sandwiches worth of bread without the without the insides. Plus, there was they give you these fairly healthy little dipping bowls, I guess, mm-hmm, of spreads. spreads. I got an avocado spread and then a chicken salad, I guess, kind of spread mm-hmm. too. And then that hazelnut knotted and my soup croissant. even though it was a vegetable soup, it was, but hearty, it was a hearty vegetable soup. It yeah, was it was like a cream. It was like a cream soup, but it was still like pretty. It was it was it was filling enough. So it was like I think there must have been potatoes that they like yeah, and they yes, pureed they, it all yes. together, and that's what made it kind of like creamier. But I think like it was probably heavily potato based. Yeah, and so we were so full, so full at the end of this. So we're like, okay, endeavor. let's let's do. We're like thinking, okay, maybe we'll do something. Like it's not like we were going to go to the sushi place right away. So we're like, okay, let's just kind of walk around the area, see what's up, and we noticed a place. On the way here, which we did hear about prior. In the book my mom got you for your birthday. Right. That's right. That's where we heard it. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, we. so Haley's mom had got me this this book of, um, I guess it's a travel book of obscure things and all these different places all over the world. And we looked up Iceland. And one of the things there was the Icelandic Phallological Museum. And I mean, I'm sure anybody who's listening might know what that is but if you don't that basically means penis so we went to a, a the icelandic penis museum <laughs> which was something that's for sure well and we didn't really know what to expect so i had a vision of what it was going to be like b thought it was just going to be a bunch of art with like i thought it was like erotic it. erotic or not what do you call it not erotic but um fertility art you know like you see a lot of that in history a lot of yeah and I thought it was going to be a bunch of actual penises 
but like from different species and i was right. and you were right it was basically <laughs> I so was I, pleasantly I, I think surprised. i think <laughs> i think they i think so the guy his some of the history of the guy that um started it he was uh i think he like he was he had some kind of um degree in i don't even know what it was literature i think but he had gotten oh he had used uh some kind of like a bull penis as a whip or something like that on his dad's farm. And it just could be kind of, kind of became a thing and people like would start sending him penises. <laughs> well, like, so he was a principal at a school for a few years. And I think like, I don't know if it was just like a running joke or something, yeah. but he eventually got, um, penis of a whale uh, was it a whale penis? i think it was a whale yeah that's huge though yeah and so i guess like some of the teachers gave him this whale penis as a prank like a which is kind of weird because that wouldn't fly back home that would be oh, yeah, grounds no, for be firing yeah for or something, something like some that sort. yeah um and whale penises are huge so this was like they were dedicated to this joke yeah that was the case but anyway that's how his collection started and then i guess he was like so intrigued by it that he was like oh like I wonder what it would be like to collect more animals' yeah. penises. So I think he has like 34 different species or something like no, that. No, that's when he started the museum. He had, I think when like he asked for the museum to be approved, he had 34. And then by the time the museum was up and running, he had 64. Oh my God. Yeah. There was a lot. Yeah. Like all he, and he had it all sectioned off into mammals and undulates and like aquatic creatures and well they're all mammals rodents. i'm pretty sure like every species that he has penises of are mammals but he has different like types of mammals so like he had them mm -hmm. sectioned into like all like the deer or hooved yeah i think like, our, i don't know what you call those and then the undulates, had, undulates undulates so like okay, that's like and yeah then he had like aquatic mammals and then and, he had yeah mice and like, like rodents and stuff like so i think i think little. i think isn't it oh my god some of them had a magnifying glass like it was it was small smaller than like like 10 times smaller than a grain of rice oh my god. i was like poor guy <laughs> but it was cool i mean it was kind of cool because like you would give you would have a picture of of the of the animal that was in question a little bit of like information about the species some like it was fun reading the oddities like what was weird about some of the mating right uh rituals i guess of these creatures and like, yeah the and then in front he'd have these sealed tubes with some kind of preservative in there with the penis itself in there like yeah. the actual real like preserved penis like on was, some of them there was like fur like you don't even <laughs> they don't even look like penis like they look like just alien alien body parts it was disgusting it was really kind of <laughs> gross I mean, I, I, more drama. I think you're a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. It was, it was more like, I know it's a penis museum and I think everything's penis based, but I think, I didn't think it'd be that many penises. I didn't think it'd be that much. It was, they really leaned heavily into the, the penis. rest of the night. Like, I kept seeing the penises. Like it was like, that looks like a penis. That looks like a penis. <laughs> It was, like I think you're just—it's you, burned into my brain. You weren't prepared to no. see that many beans. I mean, some of it was kind of funny because there was like there was um, at the end of it they have they did the same kind of thing with the animals like the, the how they did with the animals um, with all the facts and the scientific mm -hmm. um, measurements and all that, and then they had uh, they did at the end it was um, like fantasy creatures or creatures Mythical, of legend, like yeah, Icelandic. So creatures. they would have like 
uh, like an elf goat or something like that. A but they troll would, penis. Yeah, and the, yeah, or a troll penis or and a, mer- it was a like mermaid. Nailed to a piece of wood. Yeah, <laughs> or it was like gro- it was like looking. all disease and everything. <laughs> it was disgusting. And then there was all, I don't know, just it was it was kind of funny. And then there was a lot of like the art, like penis artwork and kind mm-hmm. of stuff like that mm-hmm. so it was like it was it was it was entertaining it was definitely definitely worth going like it's definitely funny just to just to go and see like something that something that you is that i think it's the only penis museum in the world uh-huh so that was definitely something and then the gift shop is just full of penis based like cookie cutters and yeah there were like keychains that were spaghetti. just like penises <laughs> like imagine yeah. putting that on your car keys and someone's like so weird what? so weird but <laughs> funny and then all and then the other thing too they just had a bar there like a bar like a cafe bar kind of thing you, well you were saying they they do have bars everywhere everywhere like li- like you go into a grocery store there's a bar there yeah you go into a, a sh- like a, somewhere where, where, like like the the museum had a bar mm-hmm. right like the Viking museum. The Viking had museum a bar, had a bar. The penis museum had a bar. The when we after later on we went to we went to go visit the Harpo concert hall. They had a bar, mm-hmm. right? Literally everywhere has a bar. Every, yeah. Like every place, random place that has some kind of service mm-hmm. also just has a bar or a cafe that also serves beer. Well, you never know where you're gonna need a drink. Yeah, I. It's, it's just, five it's, o'clock somewhere. It's five o'clock all the time in Iceland. Pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. It was really, it was really interesting. So that, I mean, yeah. that was nice because then you can just get a drink whenever yeah. you want. I uh, think you needed a drink after the penis. Well, they said it, you could get a drink and you could go in with it. Like yeah. they, they allowed you to grab a, one <laughs> one drink each and go in and have a beer while you. Well, we didn't do that because we were pretty full from that mm-hmm. thing. So <laughs> having more drinks might have been a lot. But mm-hmm. um, so that was definitely something eye opening. We so the largest penis in the museum was the whale penis. It was the blue whale, I think, right? Yeah, and it was like the same size as. It was like a, it was yeah, like I mean it was on a human. stand so it was taller it was taller than you where it was, but it was on a bit of like a maybe a foot high maybe less like a half a foot ish mm-hmm. stand maybe a little like three quarters of a foot something like that nine mm-hmm. inches let's say it was that high so it in if it was on the ground it might have been just below your head but pretty much it was like five to five and a half feet mm-hmm. something around there so that was pretty wild it was eye-opening yeah and uh there yeah are things that you learn like if you ever see a beached whale be prepared to see its penis yeah because when they die that like all of their muscles relax and then the huge penis because yeah because it's it, it stays inside of them and then like with their like it, it it's in, it's one of those retractable ones but it's only kept inside by the muscles well, yeah. that keep it so when they relax it falls inside. out exactly yeah. so if you ever so. see a beached whale be prepared. Yeah, really weird. They even had a, they even had a, a a a person's dick. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was interesting. That, I guess. Was, that was the grossest one. That in my was definitely. It didn't really look like a. I think because like these because they've been preserved and like I'm sure I imagine they're rel- they're many many years old. They probably don't stay intact fully. Mm-hmm. So it's really weird. They don't. They just look like. Again, I don't want to describe this too much, but it just looks like alien parts. Like if you were to, if you were to go like if you were to watch the movie Independence Day and then when that alien is fluttering its tentacles about and you just take a piece of that and that's yeah. what it looks I like. I actually, if you're gonna go to the penis museum, like don't go to see the penises. Go to read about all of yeah, those different that, animals and their mating rituals. And the like, the mating some some of them were weird. funny. Like some of them basically gang rape some well that's like, not funny. not funny but it's it's just funny that like the wording they use not that they use that but they no. like, they say gang up and stuff yeah like that. some of the animal mating rituals are just so weird it's just so really weird yeah but 
There also was a news article in like the human penis section about the guy who has, I guess, like the largest penis in the world. That's ever that's ever been measured on uh, like in a documentary, basically. Yeah. And his name is Jonah. And he wrote a letter to um, the Icelandic Penis Museum saying like, thank you so much. Wait, wait, for was his name out. Jonah? Yeah. I wonder. Okay. So he <laughs> he wrote a letter being like, I just want to thank the Icelandic Penis Museum for reaching out. I will 100% be donating my penis to be like on display once no, I no, die. I think something. it was his the picture. I, thought, I think it's like once he dies because he's still alive. Uh, this was oh, written in like 2011. I thought he died and that's why they have the picture no, no, of his he, penis. He gave his picture, but he's like, when I die, I will definitely donate my penis to this endeavor. Yeah. My only request is that you place it beside the blue whale penis. Yeah. <laughs> and like to name that part of the exhibit jonah and the whale <laughs> right yes i didn't even realize his Which name is was jonah so that is pretty funny yeah but yeah we should move on from we've been talking okay. about penises a lot so we should definitely move I on no you, you struggled today it was it wasn't it was it see it would have been be you were looking at everything like a grain of rice you were like this looks like a penis <laughs> <laughs> It you was like can't stop. It was just like stuff. it was just it, you know it wasn't like it, I didn't I wasn't uncomfortable there or anything like that. It, it was just overload. Mm. You know it was just it was like one thing, but oh, like that's that's obviously not a normal thing to see every day. But it was just I was overloaded with it. You know what I mean? It would be the same thing if you saw. I don't even know. Like I don't even know what. But I think it's, I could see a bunch of vaginas and not have an issue. But if you saw a lot, I think wouldn't wouldn't that just be like okay? This is a lot. This, this is just a lot of. This is like <laughs> too much in one place. I mean, I definitely, I'm definitely glad I won. But it was like, geez, this is just penis overload. But anyways, <laughs> let's move on. Um. So yeah. So after that, after we left there, we were gonna we go. To the conveyor belt sushi. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're like, okay, let's go to the conveyor belt sushi. We and weren't then... hungry, but we wanted to go. And it was a good time to go because you yeah. don't want to go hungry. Yeah. Yeah. So we just kind of went there and uh, they, you sat, yeah, like any other conveyor belt sushi. If, and I guess if anybody doesn't know what that is, basically what it is is you, you sit down at a, a kind of a bar like sort of setup and there's literally a conveyor belt, like a small little conveyor belt in front of you that has plates of different sushi or whatever or you could have like some some of them have chicken skewers some of them have uh like tempura there's some edamame there's just a little basically the stuff that you would have at a, at a sushi restaurant you would find there on a conveyor belt on little plates and you just take what you want you basically if you like something you grab it and you stack your plates and each plate is color-coded which which uh corresponds to a price so if you get like the black plate it's this much if you get the pink plate it's this much if you get the plate with this design it's that much mm -hmm. and then you stack your plates up at the end you bring them to the counter they add up what you ate out of the plates and that's your bill mm -hmm. so pretty cool and it's one of those things you can you're you basically you're in and out of that place in less in, in half an hour yeah like you can have a full meal in half an hour because you don't have to wait you don't have to wait for your bill you don't like you basically just go grab what you want eat 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 and then go mm -hmm. right and it's also like if you're if you're just going for a little like a lunch or something yeah I think it's, it's good lunch place because every like plate of sushi came with just two sushi two or three so, yeah so you could just like yeah. share with your friend or whoever and it, it's like the perfect place to go yeah. for a nibble i think we, we spent like just under 60 bucks yeah or like under six which is know. relatively good for sushi and especially in iceland everything yeah. in iceland is like, a bowl of soup is 30 dollars sometimes like 
I don't know if it was that. Like, it, well, I, no, not at I this think place the soup, that we went to, but some soups that I've seen oh, on really? menus have oh, okay. been like thirty bucks if they're like a yeah. lamb soup or yeah. Well, like the ones that. we went in the, at the lava place were like twenty, twenty three, twenty four, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's it's just more expensive yeah. than eating out in Canada, but but the but the fish was really good. Like you can tell, like there was <sighs> it was it was very. Ten, like I don't know, Buttery. tender, but it was it was very it was very soft. It wasn't there was any. Apart. What, mind you, it was only the salmon that we had the sashimi of. There wasn't any tuna, so it was, we didn't really get to try anything. We like did that. have tuna, but it, it was it, like it, oh, it was tuna. the it wasn't, seared. Yeah, it wasn't fully raw tuna. It was a, a little bit. Seared yeah, on it the was sides. that right. That was really good with the peanut sauce. That was really mm-hmm. good. Um, so yeah, fish was definitely definitely you could tell that they that it's that fresh. the fish of Iceland was reflected in the sushi we had. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, though, our favorite sushi, Haley's and mine, are was from Florida. Yeah, in at Island Way Grill in Florida. Island Way Grill. The fish there it comes from heaven. Or it something. probably, probably like, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It like you could just put it on your tongue like a like chocolate, and it would probably just dissolve at some point. It was unbelievable. So good. Yeah. But this was this was this was definitely definitely up there. Def- mm-hmm. Definitely up there. That's definitely that. better than any of like the sushi places we go to for all you can eat. In oh Canada. yeah, without a doubt, without a By doubt. By a, a landslide. Yeah. So. so that was really good. Um, got there. I was just so full after that. Like I, I wasn't super full, but I like I I was probably more full from the the bread and soup and pastry with the sushi than I was last night after back-to-back burger and pizza. Yeah. Like I, that, I was, I don't know, I guess because of all the bread, mm-hmm. but I just, I felt like I was just, I was really stuffed. We're going to bust. So then from there, we uh, walked to the Harper Concert Hall and just... Walking though has been so nice. It was, but it has been really nice. walking in the city with the Christmas decor. Mm-hmm. And just the city itself is such a nice... Just, it's not very busy at all. No. I'm assuming because November is a slow season that there's very little tourists, mm-hmm. but there's also not a lot of like residents. I don't think there's just the hustle. There's not there's not that hustle and bustle of no, of downtown life, right? All. Actually, we were saying this on our walk home, or I said this that there's quite a few alleys that are like there's nobody there, and so because it's dark, they look kind of scary. But Iceland is one of the safest places on the planet. So when it comes like, to intera- pe- pe- people interaction, yeah, most of the deaths come from oh, from nature. Uh, nature. Yeah. Like if you go, if you travel off the beaten path and you know make a wrong step, you might die. Well, somebody died not too long ago, like a few days ago. Really? Yeah, in Vik. You didn't hear that story? Mm, no. Who's who? Who was saying it? Uh, it was on our tour. Really? Yeah. Who? Kuba, uh, Kuba said it. Yeah. Well, someone on the tour was like. Saying that they were going to go to the black beach in Vik and Kuba was like, be oh, so, so, so right, careful right, right, because right. like just a few days ago, there was someone who died. Who right, was on a tour. right. Because the waves, like the waves will come in. Like the waves are, are massive. Like if you see them at the shore, but then every- He was saying like at when the tide comes in, there's like this dip that happens. That's like, usually it's farther off on the coast mm-hmm. that there's like a really intense dip that like goes into the ocean. But the, like, mm-hmm. I guess because the waves are so intense- um, in that part of Iceland, especially, there's like this—I don't even know how, you, like a drop off, I guess. Yeah. So, like, usually when That's you when you really close to the shoreline, when you go to the into the water on, in a, in a beach, like when you walk into the water, it's a slow decline, yeah. right? It gets deeper, deeper, gradually, and then it drops off, right? Yeah, and then it um, and then it, and then it drops off. 
Well, I think it's even still like it's it's there's it's a it's a it's a very gradual decline. This there is eventually like with every shoreline, I'm pretty sure that there is a drop off, and that's like where you go snorkeling and stuff. Like there's like, but it usually goes out pretty far. Okay, sure. I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm just like I, I, just, I. At least the ones that I'm, what I'm thinking about. I, I never have thought of. I, I don't. At least I can't remember a beach where like it was like pretty, pretty shallow, and then all of a sudden it was a huge dip. Well, I think it's like pretty far out, and then I think it goes like I don't know. I maybe. don't really know. How well, basically, it works, but I'm pretty for sure that's the amount that you could still touch the bottom. I find still gets it's a it's a pretty linear drop. Right. Anyway, but anyways, regardless, it, like this one here in Iceland there's a steep drop off right away. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a gradual drop. So if you get, I guess because of that, that, that makes the way, the way the waves curve or something like that, it really, it, well, it, he was saying it makes it so like the patterns of the waves, like right. every like 15th wave is like way, way bigger than the waves before it. So even we made this mistake, but we were in a different area and obviously we weren't there for very long. And I don't know, like we also weren't, really close to the water so i think we would no. be fine but like if you go towards where the tide is you know sometimes like you'll go and like the wave will come you like run away from the yeah. tide so it doesn't get you your feet wet so i guess people will do that they'll go super close to the tide and like run away when the wave comes but like every 15th wave is like way bigger yeah. than the wave before it. Yeah. so it's like you think like okay maybe like oh this wave looks pretty big coming in but then it's just like this ginormous wave that like catches yeah you. like you don't have time to run away yeah so that's what happened to a tourist like yeah. not too long ago and that they sucks, died yeah and yeah he was saying because of all the layers that you wear yeah it's so cold it's like virtually impossible to swim it's like an extra back. 50 pounds even on if you're you, yeah. a really strong swimmer it's like you're so well you're shocked and then you also weigh a, an extra 30 pounds so i think it's at 30 kilos probably close to 60 plus pounds yeah, yeah. so it's it would be really hard yeah. to survive that so definitely scary yeah but yeah anyways there's um uh so the people the people in iceland <laughs> right are just there there's there's i guess very little crime like i was telling you or i was noticing and I, we were talking about it before how i haven't seen a single like there's not maybe we've seen a total of five cop cars since we've been here yeah total and not a single time has anybody been pulled over or has it been interacting with the cop no negatively never. or positively for that matter. i think i saw a cop like at a scene where, um, like where that truck had fallen off the road. Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe for emergency. There, yeah. Yeah. I think like it's basically just to like do damage control if things go awry, like right. a car flies yeah. off the road or something. Yeah. Stuff like that. So very yeah. safe. But yeah, like you look down, you look down the, the alleys and you're like, looks pretty dangerous. Like as a person from who's rel- like relatively close to Toronto, you'd be like, oh, that, huh. that's somewhere I wouldn't want to go at midnight. Well, and it's Here, not like though, super well lit. Like it's not right. like the most well lit town either. Right. Or but city. yeah. So, but, but here though, you feel like you could go down that alley and be like, oh, be totally okay. Yeah. It looks scary, but it's just, You would be fine. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, from there. So then after sushi, we decided, we decided to walk over to uh, Harpo, the Harpo Concert Hall. And it's just to see it, right? It's like, a, it's a, it's got, a, it's a pretty cool architecturally made building mm-hmm. it's got like kind of this 
like what do you like a honeycomb pattern almost or like uh it's not it's not quite like not an exact honeycomb but it's like these very it's an interesting pattern that the windows make Uh and they're all they're all they kind of glow this they're like iridescent windows i think i I think there's lights on them like there's definitely but i think the way it shines onto the window makes it like really kind of but even in the daytime they have like a cool oh really yeah like cool colors not like light yeah it doesn't look like lights it's just like the way the sun reflects on right. whatever material they right. use windows yeah yeah and it's not every window it's like some of them. yeah i don't know it's hard it's to pretty explain. cool but yeah it looks like it's made of scales like yeah that's like a good way a to put it that's building. yeah that's that so that pretty. is that's probably the best way to put it not so much honeycomb definitely more like scales so that was cool we went inside just kind of looked around and mm. just kind of explored the place it's like the living arts center it gave me huge living arts center vibes even mm. with the stairs yeah like in the living arts center there's like three flights of yeah. stairs that you huff and puff to get up to the top yeah and uh that's what i did this time around too it's like three flights of stairs yeah. to get up to the top yeah and, and they do like uh or like orchestral orchestral yeah. uh performances there i think is like their biggest their biggest uh probably ballets it, again same as living arts center it's like yeah. ballets probably they'll do like different types of like art competitions maybe dance competitions or something yeah there. it's like a theater like a big theater hall yeah yeah and it's got multiple mm-hmm. multiple theaters that you can go to to uh yeah to see stuff yeah. so that was really cool so it was just it was just cool to look around it was i, I thought it was cooler more from the outside yeah and it was from the inside because you see all the the cool architecture well i liked seeing i guess they were having like a recital or something on that night because there was like a bunch of parents that you could see and they were all dressed really nice a lot of kids there's a lot of like young yeah i imagine teenagers in yeah. there too i think they must have been doing some sort yeah. of like recital yeah there wasn't any performance scheduled for tonight but yeah, there was a lot, there was a lot of a lot of people families. dressed up and yeah. waiting to go into stuff so yeah, that was really cool and then uh, we decided to walk back and that's pretty much it Head, headed back to the to the apart to the uh, hotel and that was it just chilled that's pretty much it so it yeah was a good day really good day big lot of walking which yeah. was great yeah and uh yeah tomorrow i think we're gonna tomorrow's supposed to be nice like yeah it's not supposed to rain tomorrow so i think we're gonna walk out to the first like the, i think the most western point in Reykjavik mm-hmm. which is like this kind of it's like a peninsula, I guess, like a little peninsula with a with a lighthouse at yeah. the end of it, which is kind of, uh, kind of like a little cool spot. They say you can you can get out there to maybe get away from the city lights and potentially look at the northern lights, but I think we'll go during the day. Mm-hmm. And um, and then was it we were gonna go to the, um, Perlin the the dome. I think we might do that the day after, but it depends on on how quickly we because it's like a two-hour hike to the lighthouse yeah so we'll see yeah. how, how we fare with that right and then well, we can always bus part of it because we can we figure we could not kind of sort of figured out the buses system here i'm sure you can just get on the bus and give them whatever change is necessary but yeah i don't know i'm kind of scared too like i'm scared well, to like hold up a line of people trying to figure out like what we need to do to get like a bus ticket or something no, I think I'm, I'm, I I don't think it'll be that bad. Well, we'll anyways, we'll figure it out if anything. But yeah, that's an option. So it should be fun. Yeah, we're gonna see where the day leads us. Yes, we will. Yeah.